Prince, I bid you welcome to your new home. Let us ride to Camelot. <laughs> when the night's in the cell table, we play whenever we're able. We do our thing on the podcast scene, and our work is impeccable. In Chicago land, we play a lot. You hear pack and stack and stack a lot. With the Knights of the ASL table, our show's invaluable, and many times our banter shines in ways unforgettable. We like to say Shazam a lot, we shoot from the treetops a lot. Our French accents are fable. They're quite indescribable. Between our casts, we have a blessing in defatigable. It's busy when you play a lot. We do same old time and a lot. Well, on second thoughts, let's not go to Camelot. It is a silly place. Hello, everybody. My name's Dave. Is it? It is Dave. Can you prove it? I have Kleinschmidt on my shirt. Ah, that's you. It's you. So that's proof enough for you, bucko. I have Fruit of the Loom on my shirt. So that you can call <laughs> that's me appropriate for you. Fruity. Welcome to the one and only podcast dedicated. 90% to the greatest game in the world. Advanced squad leader. We are happy to see you. We are the two half squads. And here we are again with another exciting episode. Episode 332. Today is December 2nd. Yeah, how about that? I can't believe it. We So we've been through uh, Thanksgiving, which is kind of a big deal here in the United States. I don't know about other places in the world. Well, yes, I do, but it's not there. Mm-hmm. But big deal here. Kind of glad that's over, though. But here we go toward Christmas. And, you know, in three weeks, we'll hit the winter solstice and the days will start getting longer again. Because today it was particularly gray and dreary all day. And then with an early sunset like we had, it was was a little depressing today. It was. So it's good to see you, Dave. Always makes me feel good. Cheers me up a little bit. Plus good to see you. You're providing this very nice beverage tonight. I thank you for that. What are you drinking there? Diet Dr. P. Ah, I've got a Warsteiner. Uh-huh. A Dunkel Warsteiner. Dunkel Warsteiner. Das. Uh, it's German, German for Uncle, Uncle Warman. Yeah. Water, barley, malt, roasted barley, malt. Hickory nuts, hops, hops ex- extract, and alcohol. The most important ingredient, which they never put on there, <laughs> alcohol. Well, it has a percentage somewhere on there, but... Yeah, probably. Tomorrow's Bethlehem Marketplace, Jeff. It's what? Bethlehem Marketplace. What, what is that exactly? It's when the church, after since it's the first time since COVID, my old church, the Methodist Church, sets up the basement like a Bethlehem Marketplace with crafts for kids to do and all kinds of fun stuff. Just like they did in ancient Bethlehem. Just like they did. And I will be donning my Roman outfit. I'll put a oh, photo up here. Good. And I'm sure people have seen it in the past, pre-COVID. I had to, had to mention it on the show. <laughs> but, yep, I get to dress up in my full regalia. Yeah. Have you had it fitted? Or when was well, the last time you tried it on? Yeah, I know my weight is probably close to the same. Of, of, yeah. I know I've been heavier when I've done it, but okay. <laughs> I'm not much lighter than I, like I should be. So I like to walk around and banter with the kids. In the past, I've done that. And then three times that we did a skit, right? Said, make way for the emperor. And 
the wise men would come by the emperor would come in and sit down the wise men would come up and ask him where's the baby jesus oh and, okay yeah and do the skit and then bring the kids upstairs to the manger scene in the sanctuary <sighs> and sing carols and yeah well, that sounds very nice it's just very nice and in yeah. that part i would just stand like in the back you know and then and we make our way back downstairs and i would wander around again and i like to shake down the store owners so I would yeah say, that's a good idea uh yeah. things are nice and safe here aren't they yes. at your little booth yeah well you want to keep it that way don't yeah. you <laughs> you know we don't make a lot in the legion you know what i mean we don't make a lot got to be careful though they'd be <laughs> spitting in your food <laughs> so that's always fun and then i like Would you like some challah well they do have food and it's dates and soup yeah. and bread special bread and stuff so then you can like, get a little lunch and sit and eat at these tables nice and then i would go up to the kids and steal the line from full metal jacket i think um about the joining the military i would say like do you ever think of joining the legion these kids you know yeah <laughs> sometimes they go yeah can i get a costume <laughs> like, well, i was kind of i'm just doing a shtick here yeah <laughs> but, mommy what's a shtick he's talking about a shtick yeah. yeah don't ask too many questions i think no i think i would I would say, well how old are you and then they tell me oh sorry you're too young yeah but if you think of joining the legion it's a great job we get to travel to foreign places meet exotic foreign people and then kill them yes <laughs> that's from yeah full metal that's Jack, right that's right so and just you know bantering with people and yeah it's fun yeah yeah good time still they, they picked the right guy are, are there is there more than one roman or are you the one and only uh, roman mark woods has my old parts of my old costume ah, <clears> uh, just the, like the cod piece and the well i made a homemade shield guard. before oh. i found a cheap real shield well real a real cheap shield uh, well you know <laughs> the prices on all this um anachronism society for creative anachronism yes. stuff yeah had gone way down when they started mass producing them like india and china yeah before you had to you know they were made in america and they mm. were real expensive so. yeah 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 my, I had my old helmet. It was well over three hundred, and then I saw a new helmet with the red crest on it for like one fifty. It was dented, I think, a little, and I snagged that and gave Mark my old one. So Mark has done it with me, two Roman guards, factory but, seconds. Yeah, yeah, but Factorious <clears throat> Secondus. He won't be there this time. Oh, yeah. Do you have any big plans for anything coming up? Well, nothing as auspicious as. Walking around in Roman garb, roaming around in Roman garb. And you know what I wear under my kilt? No, no, I don't. Do I want to know? Okay. Yeah, I have. Do I? Well, yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, that's a surprise that you'll leave for other another day. Yes, indeed. After you've, after you've imbibed a little bit, maybe. No, I've got. We've got no plans. We're we've been uh, kind of laying low. I have to work this weekend, so got a project due for a client. It's very hard, and I'm glad to be over here having some fun tonight. Because... Well, after your hard day, if you make the Frostgrave game, feel free to. But yes, no, I might. No pressure I if might. you can't make it. Yeah, I might. Speaking of, yeah, Frostgrave. Oh, what is that? I'll do all the banter. The the wilderness new Frostgrave. It's not in the frozen city. So this you need, the, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the podcast that is not about advanced squad leader. <laughs> so it's out in the wilderness. So you oh, need to have in the cities things. Yeah. So I've been ordering a few things. I, I have winter winter trees and some winter yeah. things. Yeah. But I found a set of rocks, and you can order these. What was it Etsy or was it eBay? But they're 3D printed and you can order it smooth. And I was like, oh, I'll get the smooth tops and I'll paint it like snow. And so I got two layers of some old Rustoleum paint that I was drying out to get rid of the can. Mm -hmm. Perfect because it's so thick. It covered the 3D printing. You get a little bit of the scene. The edges and stuff. And along the top, it had a whole pattern of oh, circular yes. movements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got two layers on that. It looks a little Look bit. At that. It looks great. A little bit more like snow. Yeah, it looks great. Painted those up. Got four of those. Careful, you'll get frostbite from that. Well, then I found these frosty trees from a train store that I have uh, mail ordered from. So I 
put washers on the bottoms to make them stand upright. I was buying the washers, some more of them today at the hard, hardware store. He goes, oh, what's the project? I'm like, I'm not going to be embarrassed. <laughs> I'm going to tell the truth. Oh, oh. I said, this is for a miniature project I'm working on. I glue these on the bottoms of trees, little trees. And he goes, oh, I had a train set when I was a kid. Oh. Started talking and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then you might be wondering, well, why don't you just go out and find real rocks? Yes. <laughs> so well, I did. I and you did. I grabbed a bunch of real rocks and I'm tempted oh. to paint them gray. You know what I saw on uh, nextdoor.com? Somebody noticed that one of the rocks in their yard is missing. <laughs> I think that's the one. They put a picture of it. We got them when we hiked uh, Deer Grove West. Oh, big okay. Pile so you them. took them from the park district. Laura had an issue with it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, it's not stealing because it's my tax money at work. It's true. And then today she had to go to, what's that store? And Sofro over there in Arlington Heights. Well, it's like a Hobby Lobby. It's like that. It's a Ann's yeah. or Sofro. Oh, Ann's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's by the sporting good play. Right. And look at that. I found a bag of just shiny crystal-y things. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. What is what is it though? Uh, the diamonds? They're just like diamonds. I'm just okay. gonna like throw them around the board. Diamonds we, in the rough. Maybe we could use them as part of things to pick up when our character wizard characters go out there and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. The thought I wanted to, you know, what the heck? Gotta grab those. They look so icy. Yes, they do. <laughs> so that's my project for lately. Well, that's good. Very good. Yeah, I have not, uh, I do not have a project going on now, though I was, I was thinking about it, you know, because I've been hearing you guys talk about your Nep Operation Neptune. Games, so you got sounding so good. You got uh, inspired. So I got inspired. Well, I, it, I was actually um, looking over on the Bounded Fire website. And I, uh, for some reason, I have not, well, I just haven't looked under there. They've got a page called Parts. If you ever look on the, the Parts page, they've got mm. all, all their maps. You can buy all their maps. Mm. And there's an Operation Neptune map, which is just so nice. And it's only $20. Mm. So I might buy that so that I can uh, set up and do some. So we can kind of play on maybe on Vassal. And I can also set up. You could. Um, conceivably. Because I like to have a little of both. I like Vassal, but I also like to get my fingers on this stuff. Yeah, if we both had a board, it'd be like play by mail or on yes. the phone. Yeah, right. Um, and then you can always use an extra one for checking line of sights. Yes, right. So if you're uh, if you get a chance, go over to the Bounding Fire, and they are a sponsor, a longtime sponsor of this show, and we love them dearly. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, ding. We're dinging. Well, we'll ding later. Go to the parts page and look at all the maps and buy some today. Must, must have buy them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they had the parts. I could use a spare board. Yeah, they've got uh, a lot of the boards. And then they have counters, too. So they've got counters for, you know, Blood and Jungle and Crucible of Steel and Poland and Flames and Objective Schmidt and Corregidor. Oh, and they have specialty counters. So you might want to check that out. Yes. Like um, and like the uh, support weapon first fired and yes. things like that. Yep. And, yep. So if you've got $30 or, you know, a little bit of cash in, in your pocket and you want some uh, extra counters, that would be the spot to go. So go to boundingfire.com. Indeed. However, you got a special package in the mail. I did. I, I got something in the mail today. And you know, we get um we get a lot of generous donations uh, from our listeners. And if you go to patreon.com slash the two half squads, you can sign up and donate a little money to our efforts. And uh, of course, we like to do this. We like to keep up the equipment on the show. Etc. But I bought something today and I, well, I didn't buy it today. I bought it the other day, but it arrived today and I'm so excited. Oh, I have a knife. Oh, you have a knife. Getting them the scissors. So here we go. This is, this, I guess this is what's in the box, isn't it? This is, it's I'm so excited. I forgot. For what's in the box. This is in the box. It's the bomb. We're going to find out. And here it is. And it comes in a box. Or Sagna. I, I can't believe I'm saying that right. <laughs> well, it's so a meaning you're not or meaning you, maybe you are. I, I might be, but it's hard to believe. 
or Sagna. Or Sogna. Which has just come out. And this is from Advancing Fire, our very close, close friends at Advancing Fire we've never met or spoke to. Correct. Well, they donated an earlier they product did. to us yes. and talked about being interviewed, but we haven't done that. We haven't done that yet. I think. Um, then, yeah, but it's in a box because I know I had the other product, Brevity Salt, is just in a bag. Yes. I love to see this. This is in an actual box, which is yeah. with a very nice. So, this is my first seeing of it. I mean, I, I ordered it on, the, on a website. And you can look it up and order it from the website. Um, so this is my first actual look at it, which is very exciting. And it looks Indeed. like your standard ASL boxing. So there's all the stuff on here. It's all the stuff that remind you that all the stuff that you don't have that you need to buy in order to play this game, like all the rules and all that stuff. But it says, Oxagna <clears throat> uh, depicts the struggle of the second New Zealand, New Zealand division to control the area around the Italian vision, uh, village. Oh, my gosh of Orsagna in December of 1943. Now, that was 80 years ago this month. Oh, indeed. How about that? And the stubborn German defense of the, let's see, 50, 60, 70, 76, the Panzer Corps, led by the 26th Panzer Division. So let's see what's in here. Absolutely. Trying not to cut myself. I'm glad you're here for adult supervision because I was handling a knife and careful about that. I do see it on their website for 110 Italian money. Lira. I like the way this opens. It isn't the standard box that opens from, uh, it, it opens on the top, but it's hinged. Oh. And the first thing in here oh, right. is it says Orsagna should contain. Where's the blue sheet of paper? Uh, well, it might be in here somewhere. Should contain one box, four historical maps, numbered one, two, three, and four, two full counter sheets, sheets, and your sheeps, sheeps. counter sheep. I have miniature sheep. Yeah, they help you sleep. Uh, 14 scenarios and four campaign games. Thank you for your purchase. I think that's Italian. It is. Thank you for your purchase. So first of all, here's a rule book. Wow. Very nice, thick rule book. I'll just uh, take a quick look here. And it gets right into it without any ado. Is that what you would call it? The, um, I would call know, it terrain. a don't. Uh, you'd call it what? A don't. A don't. You called it a do. A I bid you a don't. I'm talking about the terrain. So there's uh, stuff here about rubble and falling debris and entrenchments and minefields. I assume these are all a little special things. Falling debris? Falling uh, debris. That is new. Yes, falling debris. You don't want debris to fall on your head. <laughs> no, you don't. That's been, that's, that's, yeah. what, that's, that's what a happened given. to me and explains everything. <laughs> that's a given, but you have to put it in there because you never know. Um, something either. Yeah, I'm going to go through this whole thing so that next show. I keep wanting to get it. my hands on it. Yeah, I'm going to hand but... it over to you in just a minute if you're a good boy. Well, you usually, uh, um, if you're going to read it, make some highlights and next show we can yes talk next about... show we'll go we'll go through all but in the, general the, the there's so the there's a lot terrain. of stuff about terrain and uh night and hip units and german hmgs and uh some special terrain combo markers. terrain bridge there mm -hmm. oh and here's some special stuff buildings look the good. village the building the village buildings are very nice so we're getting a little glimpse of what the map's going to look like Pretty impressive so far. Haystacks. Have we ever talked about haystacks, Dave? We have not. How about craters, Dave? Have we talked about craters? Not specifically craters. We're going to get into craters, Unless baby. there were some on... Uh... Burnt out orchards. How about that? Burnt out orchards? Yes, I've heard of them before. Um, From um, Bounty Fire Show. Oh, here's something I've never heard of. Cimitero. Cimitero. All the rules pertaining to graveyard. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's a cemetery. It's, it's never an effect in cemetero hexes. I don't know what a cemetero is. We've got to look that up. I promise I'll be smarter next time. No, I won't. Well, if you're going to read it, I make notes. Yeah, I'll make notes. 
pick out unique things. Narrow haystacks streets. for sure. Yeah, haystacks. <clears throat> Narrow streets. Yeah, Olive we've had groves, them before. Yeah, we've had those different depictions. I don't know if they'll have floor. like people with with barrels, uh, with people stomping on the grapes. Like you get extra <laughs> points for stomping on the olives. Um, then it gets into the campaign games and all the details regarding that. Oh, there's lots of good to read here. This is 30 pages or so, I would say. Uh, in the back, a little bit of an interview with one of the designers, um, Saviero Malas, Malatesta, who is the author of Orsagna. Excellent. Orsaga, Orsagna, yeah. Then an interview with Jeffrey Plowman. Let's see, who's Jeffrey Plowman? I feel like we should know that. I don't name. know. Interview with Jeffrey Plowman. Jeffrey, nobody knows. Oh, Jeffrey Plowman might, might be the uh, expert on the New Zealanders that were involved in this action mm. i'll let you know next time it's all coming up whet your appetite here i'll hand this over to you put your fingers on there let's see what else is in the box oh yeah you got <sighs> aerial photos of the actual action it even it's smells new oh yes historical action yep operation ulysses map And the big, big printouts of the maps. Yes, very nice. Footnotes. I love to read those. Yep, fantastic. Thank you for letting me. Then, then a big chunk of scenarios, including the uh, campaign games in here, which I will go through. I'll just hand those over to you. And the usual campaign game sheets, the uh, organizer, so you can see what's mm -hmm. retained and what isn't and keep track of all that stuff between sections of the scenarios of the, of the campaign game. Oh, this is nice. Oh, this is really nice. This is super nice. I'm not going to show you. It's so nice. <laughs> You've got to show us. Okay. This is the uh, terrain aid chart, which is super cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are always good. For all the different stuff. So, like, there's plowed fields here. There is, let's see what's different. Yeah, the burnt-out orchards. Did you say you've seen those before? Uh-huh. Burnt-out orchards? Okay. Yep. Yeah, they got haystack counters, it looks like. Let me get into those, I guess, in there. So, it talks a lot. Uh, on here, there's all these columns that show if there's, you know, what it is to move through the mud or through the mud at night and uh, going up on levels and going up crest lines and stuff like that. So... Sounds like a dirty little campaign game. Oh, Dave, here's the blue sheet of paper. Oh, but <laughs> it's white. It's white. It's a white blue oh, sheet of okay, paper. That's okay, But this is Italian paper. It feels really good. I think you'll be impressed just with that. Yeah. What have you got there? The scenario has crater counters right here, two of them for this scenario, okay, and a counter sheet. Counter sheets. Love the counter sheets. I have not been snipping counters later uh, lately, so I'm looking forward to snipping these. So we'll take a closer look at these later. Again, well, uh, again, I think we can tell good... this one. I can tell quickly. Okay, it's got the leadership for the New Zealanders. Uh, looks like the regular slew of leaders, light machine guns, their own artwork, of course. Pretty good artwork. Actually, I, I like the, the machine gun look on these uh, mortars, uh, some German units, 548. So, paras? Um, oh, yeah, look yeah, at maybe. the little Shrek art and stuff. My camera won't do it real justice, but yeah, look at that Shrek. And really see what it looks like. And then it's a complement of British four five eights four five sevens, and the half squads and the four three six green four four seven second liners. So it, it did say you have to have um, the British game and John Valor to play. So it's can't mm, okay. can't be a complete complement yeah. of everything. I would think. What's on yours? Specialty counters, craters, and things. Yeah. Well. I've got the burnt out orchards, which I'm so enamored with suddenly. And then uh, some very nice German units. The, the detail on this 
Yeah. Let's don't see. like bounding fire counters. Now they're good. Yeah. Really very excellent artwork. And uh, look at the sniper counters. Yep. I see them. See the snipers here laying, kind of laying in the ground. It has a number in it or those three counters all the same. The British. Oh yeah. And the Germans. Yeah. Um, they're the same, but they have different, different looking guys. They're different looking snipers, I guess. So you can tell them apart. Each one is in a different pose. Oh, in those really big games, they yeah if often have you put two out. Yeah. And I see the burned out orchard counters, yep. burned out woods counters. And there's a control counters. counters. Some mortar counters, German mortar counters, and lots of... Oh, yeah. Look at those single Rest of the counters. leaders, Yeah. I think I'm going to have to get out my 3.0 reader glasses. These 2.0s are not going to do it for this stuff. <laughs> uh, and then on the other side of some of the like burnt out orchards, there's debris counters and haystacks. We get a, see if we can get a picture of that. Sorry for you folks that are listening on the and not watching because you're missing out. Looks like it's uh, actually 420 full color die cut and half inch ASL counters. It, it is. <laughs> I, th I think you've nailed it there we go for counters hand you those Voila. and then there's four maps dave how many four can you believe it four this is a bargain yeah some british tanks sherman american i'll give you two of these british maps. colors and then we don't have to show them all but very nice quality on the paper Beautiful artwork, gorgeous artwork. A little dark, at least this one is a lot of dark green on it. Different levels of valley. The valley so low. Yeah, this this one. Oh, I have to get rid of it. Well, yeah. Look at look at the levels and the. So you have. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Actually. That is really a beautiful map. I think we always love the maps, but. The maps are my favorite part, which is why I want to get the Operation Neptune map. Look at that. Huge. Yeah, Huge. so that goes from dark, dark green, one, two, three, four, five, at least six levels, maybe more on there. Yeah. Yes, and I can see even now olive groves here. Beautiful. Very nicely depicting that hilly country. Yeah, that's a good one. This this map has a huge cliff running all along the board. Ah. Board. Yeah. Railroad. Lots of the olive and orchard and terrain. The city of Cimitero. Oh, that's a cemetery. It's the cemeteries. Yeah. Oh, okay. On this map. Four maps. How many? Four. I just can't. I can't hardly believe it. And this map has minefields already marked so i don't know if those are actual mining so you know like in the some of the desert games you can put mine dummy mine counters out and they oh. might be real they might not right you had haystack counters it looks like there's also haystacks on the board for g's XG6 on this one. Notice there's some town names on the board also. Oops, sorry about that. I got more Sogna here. Oh, what a what a clever. I'm yep. sorry, what a pleasant little town other than the war. <laughs> yeah, that is very nice. That yeah. is really cool. Yeah, the technology's coming along. Yeah, so or the hand uh, painting—I don't thinking. know if they're. Yeah. A lot of roads going, winding roads going up a hillside. I think there's V's printed on these buildings. These might be victory hexes for something, campaign game or something. I can't wait. Nice to lay this out mm -hmm. and see. So there we go. Fantastic. That is what's in the box. Thank you, Jeff, for grabbing that. Yeah. I wasn't well, going to. Now I'm jealous of your game. But I can play your game. I don't have to own everything. That's I? true. That's true. You can come <laughs> over, and I won't actually let you touch it, but you can 
talk to me. In fact, we do own a Dzerinsky Tractor Works. Mm. Mm. I think we, I had a copy years ago we had on a contest, and I think it's someone yes. donated this. And so okay, my apologies for not getting your name there, but we are going to offer this up. If someone can send us again a Gmail with, with the word Jasnerski or just no. Dur. 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 Is that okay? Dur in the subject? Okay. <laughs> yep. The email subject. Dur. However you want to spell it. Boy, it doesn't get much easier than that. Folks. It doesn't. I mean, if you cannot take the time to write us and say Dur. And I think this is the original, I'm thinking. It's got the map in it too from critical hit so you won't need your copy terzinski tractor works yeah go ahead and send us at gmail by december 15 yeah we usually are a day early let's say 14 okay december 14 and i will get this out soon but it's quick quick turnaround Yes. Good luck, everybody. And if you have won recently, yeah, maybe sit that one out. Yeah. And again, we uh, we will gladly ship that anywhere in the continental United States. Let's yes. see. Do we do Canada as well? Mm, we don't like to. Yeah. <laughs> Customs. Yeah. Got to fill in forms. Yeah. But <laughs> so there you go. But you could still, you know, if you're overseas and you want to still be in the contest and you win, and then, you know, if you think, well, if I win, I'll send it to my friend so-and-so in Idaho, USA, or something like that, you know, we'll gladly do that. Mm -hmm. Makes a great gift for any of your family or friends that are here on the... Yeah, and then they can send it to you. It's time for rules. You need the rules to play the game. And put your opponents to shame. They might seem hard, but that's okay. We're gonna learn them anyway. All right, Jeff, it is time for rules and the part we have not covered going back to taking a break from the AFDs and the nationalities mm-hmm. to section, was it C? Yes, it is rules covering to hit modifiers. Ah, sounds funny like we didn't cover them, but I'm sure we talked about various ones in different segments. Oh, I'm but sure. For right now, we're going to jump into case J, the okay. first modifier listed for moving motion vehicular target. So I would ask you, Jeff. What is the modifier for ordnance firing at a dashing target? Dashing, like James Bond. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> for ordnance firing at a dashing for ordnance, which is cannons, guns yes. on tanks, artillery pieces. Uh, you at know, a dashing tank guns squad. Yeah, they're dashing across the street. Wow. I don't know. Plus. Two. Okay. Which I'll ask you, what is the mod for firing at a vehicle that is in motion status during the player turn? At a vehicle that is in motion. Was or is. Um, Plus two. Yes, that is correct. And what is the mod for a shooting at a vehicle which has entered a new hex or used vehicle bypass movement? During the player turn. Um, plus two? Yes. Yeah. And that's where that distinction about moving motion that we've covered before yes. on the show yeah. Yeah, right. comes into play. Then there's a J1, sub J. Sub J. Sub J. Okay. It's um, restricted aim. So okay. then you have your ordinance defensive firing at a moving vehicle which at that point has just expended less than or equal to three movement points in your continuous line of sight so it turns the corner it's coming down the street one hex two hex three hexes if it's spending one per hex and then you shoot there's an additional modifier to the plus two 
Why can't I remember this? Okay, hold on. Because so it's turned the corner. It's in your line of sight. It's in your line of sight for at least three hec three movement factors. Yes. Um. It's less. It's less sorry. than two. One. Yeah, so your total is yeah, plus for three. three hexes. Okay. Yeah, now yes. if it's only one or less hexes, goes then it's three. Then it's plus another two, yeah. which would make it four. Because you always have case J. Plus oh, two. yes, right. Right, right. Then you add another two yeah. for it zipping by so yep. fast. Yeah. So, like it goes between two buildings at the end of the street. Yeah. It pays one movement point. The problem with that rule, and there's no problem with the rule, it's a problem with me, <laughs> but it's so easy to just look at the charts, check the charts. Yeah. I don't always remember. I don't always bother to memorize the rule. Yeah. Right. Because the charts are actually pretty good with that. Yes. And the, and the, the mood, the J sub cases are, yeah, ones that are. Yeah. There is a case three. It is ordinance using defensive first fire versus moving infantry using non-assault movement. And that should be. It's really, it's just firing at a unit using non-assault movement. Okay. Neg. So neg one. Yep. And if you're shooting at a, well, is open ground not listed next? Well, stick with the program. <laughs> so it goes case one, restricted aim, case two, limited aim, and then three, non-assault movement, and then J, uh, what a moving motion target we covered plus two. Yeah. Um, case four, open ground. Neg one. Yeah. 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 So non assault and movement open ground together. Yeah. Neg two. Neg two. Yeah. So cases J1 and J2 both deal with moving vehicular targets, expenditure of time in the line of sight of the firer. Target that begins the movement phase in the firer's line of sight is unaffected by these cases until it moves out of the line of sight after entering. So if you're it's your prep or your defensive fire and the vehicle's already sitting there in your line of sight, you don't add that, of course. Yeah. Because it's not moving into your line of sight. And would you read that next part? Okay. A moving vehicle that ends its movement phase with movement points remaining is assumed to expend all those movement points in its present hex. Do you remember to do that? I think I, was, we, I think we all do. I was so bad at that for a long time. Me too. I still remember how bad I was at that. And I, I think Spilky taught me to not, or tournaments, expend all the movement points behind the house. Yeah. <laughs> and then you move out just for the for the one that you need and one to stop. Yeah. So it's yeah. limited aim. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when we were when I was first playing, you were always very generous, and I because oh, like, I'd move out there and you'd say, "Oh, let's just let's pretend like yeah. you did that right." Okay. Yes. Like we <laughs> spent <true>. those <laughs> behind the house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it does seem funny. One, two, three. I'll sit behind the house. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine, ten, on thirteen, and fourteen yeah. to stop. Yeah, it's very like, weird. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't really get the. Um, it's one of those things. Well, I haven't really thought about it for a while, but I don't get the logic behind the the real world application of that. Like, would a tank sit there? And, it's you know you you wouldn't do that. You're right, and then jump out. <laughs> yeah, so I don't quite. I get the rule. It's I understand the rule. I, I, I don't get the logic. Yeah, of it, I, I guess I think it's only because of phases prep fire defensive fire movement phase yeah maybe i think it's only because of that yeah. it's broken down that way so taking advantage yeah. of the modifiers um okay however the sub cases of j apply only to defensive fire shots yeah yeah limited so aim ordinance firing at a moving <clears throat> vehicle during the defensive fire phase is subject to case j only yes so if you wait the vehicle does a pop out and sit yeah. and stop don't first fire. Yeah. Just wait till final fire, and then you don't have to add those. Right, right. So case K is a concealed target. So what is the mod shooting at? A question mark, dude. Half. Nope. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Infantry yes. power yeah. and machine guns are half. Yeah. What's the two-hit modifier? With uh, let's tank? see. <clears throat> For, uh, concealed. Plus two? Yes, plus yeah. two. 
Now, does that apply to concealed units in caves? Oh, God, no. Yeah, I don't think it so. does not. Yeah, no. but when was the last time we did caves? Yeah, it's been a very long time. Does it apply when firing smoke? When firing smoke? Yeah. Um, no, I don't. No, it does it not. Does. Yeah. Yeah. And I, because you're really firing question. smoke at the, at the hex. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a good way to think of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does the effect of a hit that used case K, uh, concealed target plus two, then do you have to half your explosion because they're concealed? Oh. If you already paid plus two for concealment. Oh, that's a good question. Let me think here. I'm going to say no. That's correct. There's yeah. no double jeopardy. Okay. Case yeah. L for losers. Yes. Is point blank range. How close must the enemy be to count point blank? Three hexes. Close. Two hexes. Two. Two hexes. Yeah. yeah. And that three hexes if it's downhill. If no. it's yeah. <laughs> Let's be glad they don't ink factor and all that. Yeah. What's the modifier when the thing is two hexes away? Negative. Oh, uh, neg, um, neg two. No, nope. one. Two hexes away is neg one, neg and one. if it's okay. one hex away, neg two. Neg two. Okay. Yeah. And it is funny doing that again all the time gaming. Dave and I played Tuesday, and I we forgot the neg both of us to take a, a neg for range. Hmm. I'm like, oh, that's a miss. And then the next turn, we fired again, and then we and I went, oh wait. Was it two hexes? Did we take a, it was one, two hexes away? Did yeah. We take that neg one off for yeah. that? And he's like, oh, how did we forget that? Yeah. I don't know. We just go buttoned up. I know we, how you forget. It gets so excited. You, you get so excited because it. they're cl you're close, so close to a target. Yeah. It's buttoned up. And then there's a, a hindrance in the way. Yeah. And moved. Well, if you moved, it's different. So here we go. Does that apply versus a stopped vehicle? The minus one or minus two? Yeah. Yes. What about a motion nonstop vehicle? Uh, well, you have to still apply case J. Uh, nope, it does not apply. You do not get the negatives for close range oh, if they don't. moved or okay. were in motion. Okay. Or nonstop. Non All right. Not moved. A motion or nonstopped. Yes. Vehicle. Right. Does it apply to a motorcycle rider? Not if it's Charles Bronson. And the answer is no. <laughs> or Steve McQueen. Or Steve McQueen. Going over the fence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what movies was Charles Bronson then? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he was just always one of my heroes. Yeah, Steve McQueen. Yeah, that was such a great... We used to play The Great Escape. We, on, on our bicycles? On our bicycles. We'd go like, oh, yeah, come on, we're going. We'd go down this hill. I lived in Cincinnati at the time. And there was a big hill that went down to this school and we'd be like, okay, let's, let's jump our bikes. Well, you can't, you can't do that. We'd jump them and you can get maybe a quarter of an inch off the ground. It's really hard to do. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. Can you count the neg negs for closeness? You know, is there any negs negatives to being close to somebody at all? Yes. It depends on when they last bathed, I guess. But yeah. will that apply while using area target type? Hey, no. Yeah, it is no. Yeah. How about when you're using direct fire? Yes. Yes. How about while firing at a target in the firer's hex? Neg two for close, neg one for close when it's in your hex? Uh oh uh no no is correct yeah if the firer is in motion or non-stopped or an aerial target would it count Net yes two against the planes uh no 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 or That's if right. they're moving yeah so then that gets us through that one case m you would take a look you could read that rule for case us. m a gun or allowed support weapon firing at a target in a location it has bore sighted. May it add 
the neg two die roll modifier of case M to its two hit die roll? Yes, it may. Yes, it may. That's right. And if case M and N both apply, what does the firer, what can the firer do? He may fire one or the other. Yeah. Not both M and N. Yeah, it's not cumulative. So you can't be boresighted and nearsighted. Apply N, which is yeah, what acquired is target. Oh, okay. Acquired. Okay. Okay. Boresighted or acquired. Not both. Do you want to take those next questions and try them? About yeah. Me? Okay. May, <clears throat> may boresighting be used by a scenario defender? Yes. Yes. It, and then it says C index. So what is it? Oh, the definition of the defender is when you're setting up all your things without those people on board. Okay. Remember? And the enemy yes. enters from off board. Yeah. Yep. Then you're the defender. Okay. Uh, do all guns and main armament support, uh, main armament and side armament, side armament, secondary armament, secondary armament. S -A. Thank you. Yeah. M A and S A. Yeah. Uh, do all guns and main armament and secondary armament of vehicles, can they be boresighted? Um, yes. Yeah, how about, how about that? <laughs> I was looking at my grammar on that question. Yeah. It wasn't very good, sorry. May, may flamethrowers boresight? No. No, that's right. No. May light mm -hmm. anti-tank weapons like Shrek's boresight? No, bazookas, no. We've never done that. That's right. Can uh can Shrek, can Shrek himself foresight something? I think he can. You're gonna let him. Yeah. He's a nice guy. And he let talks him. with that cool accent. Yeah. Uh, how about heavy machine guns? Yes. That's one I always forget. Mm-hmm. You want to do that? Yeah. Um, how about light I machine guns? I remember doing it. No. How about medium machine guns? That one honestly, even though I <laughs> I, I was unsure of that. Yeah, I'm unsure of that too. But it is a yes. It is right. yes. Yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. So mediums, heavies, kind of everything but lights. Yeah. Okay. And then LATWs. And yeah. yeah. Uh, what about light mortars? Yes. Yes. That's right. So do those things. Mm -hmm. During setup, the scenario defender may choose one boresighted location for each allowed weapon. Yeah, the heavy, the medium, yep. the mortars. That location must be outside the weapon's own hex and within both the line of sight of the weapon or its spotter and in its normal range. Yeah, that's good to have a spotter for that. I gotta do that. Uh, the boresighted location uh, the weapons and its possessor's crew. Let's see. The ID numbers. The boresighted location, the weapons and its possessor's crew's ID. Oh, the little letter A. So like okay. mortar A with crew. Oh, B. I yes. never write down the crew. And the setup location must be recorded. Okay. I never yeah. record the crew or the squad, but shame yeah. on me. Yeah. In a building hex, may the ground level location be boresighted? Yes. Is it? Yes, you can't boresight. In a building or hex, in a building <clears throat> hex, what level location may be boresighted? The there we go. Ground That's level. Ground only. level. Ground level only is right. Yep. All right. And I'll take it back to you. Okay. So can the bore sighting Daryl modifier be claimed if the weapon is being fired by other than its original crew or infantry? Oh my gosh. Uh, no, I no. don't think so. Yeah. Which that is, would be I would highly say, unlikely, but I used, still. I used to think like, well, you set it at a certain thing. Yeah. Does that involve cranking it at a certain angle and maybe be set up the same? No, I don't think that. Yeah. If, you, they, if the crew breaks, a new crew comes in. It's just wiped out. Yeah. Is it permanently lost if the weapon leaves the setup location? I you know what I was it. thinking there when it asked that question. Mm -hmm. So you've done the bore sighting, your crew breaks, the enemy crew 
comes in and takes possession of the gun and it's bore sighted at this location. And then you ex, you know, walk your <laughs> infantry through that location. I thought it was asking that. It's would include that. The it would answer would be that, no, it would not count. No. But it, yeah, it's you, no. yeah, usually the crew breaks and then uh half squad will pick up the mortar and fire yes, it. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yes, it's lost if it leaves the little location. Do you lose it if you change your crust status or entrenched status? Uh, well, think about it. You've set it up on the crust. Yeah. And then you move to down inside the trench. Does it still apply the foresighting? Yes. No, you move the weapon. Oh. Even a little bit. So it would throw it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is the Ned 2 modifier for Borsine lost if it unhooks, unlimbers, unpacks, is DM, or its vehicle-covered arc changes? <laughs> yeah, I think yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, is the Neg 2 lost if it stays very still and is trying not to be seen <laughs> during the turn? No, then it remains, it keeps the borsite. Yes, it does. Keep, very quiet. Yeah, it just, it just stays still, don't move, and then yeah. wait to shoot. Yeah. yeah. A machine gun or IFE non-ordnance attack versus a unit in the firing weapons borsite location may deduct two from its IFT die roll unless using spraying fire or taking a snapshot. That's a teaching moment. So the some of the things use, you know, the the IFE table, the one yes, column, right, the two right, column. Right. That gets the neg two on the IFT dial. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, does residual firepower use the neg two? You've shot at the hex you bore sighted. You left a resid. Your machine gun ran out of rate. You left resid of two in there. And everyone else moves through. Do they all have an egg two on them for the boar sighting? Yeah, I'm going to say no. No is correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's but, one I would have to look up. But yeah, that one. Yeah, I was well, again when I was playing Dave. He had to remind me. I'm yeah. Like, Wait, does a no? No, we don't do that. Yeah. The neg two boar sighting die roll may be used by a fire group making such an attack only if all elements of the fire group have boar sighted the same location. So if you have two heavy yeah. machine guns, they both could apply it if they both bore sighted the same hex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Case N is acquired target. So yes. when a gun, well, you can describe what acquiring is, right? Come on. Well, yeah, when you've fired at a target and hit or missed, doesn't doesn't matter. Correct. You put an acquired, you have acquired that as long as you have successfully fired the weapon. Yep. You can acquire it, and it, uh, and then you can, if you fire again, you can flip it. To the neg two. To the neg two. So when you yep. acquire, it puts it at a neg <clears throat> one, and you flip it, it's a neg two. Next time you fire. Excellent. One thing I noted in there is that vehicles of greater than or equal to 20 millimeter, other than a mortar fire, I guess I never thought about the millimeter size. Yeah. But that's in there to get acquired. Greater than or equal to 20, which most guns are. Oh, okay. You know. Does that apply to a flamethrower? No. To a light anti-tank weapon? No. To interdiction? Uh, let me think for a moment. Acquired it? No. No is correct. And if you try deliberate immobilization, can you use acquired? uh yeah i would think yes, yes but I it would think is no it is so mentally i'm not i mean you're shooting uh, i wonder why i've already acquired the tank yeah now i want to shoot the treads right i say no okay uh, probably to make it harder to do that i'm gonna bet oh, yes well, that's what we well, want harder well because the chances of blowing the tread off are more difficult than okay hit. okay yeah okay it's smaller than the tank yeah so true maybe think of it that way okay and then you flip it over we covered that so you covered that so can a target be acquired by more than one gun yes yeah sure sure 
can any target be subject to more than an egg two? Can you shoot it again and get an egg three? Shoot it again and get an egg four? No. no. What things take your egg off of your target? Well, if you lose, whole list here, if you lose line of sight for any amount of time, yep. Um, break the gun. Uh, yep. Break the crew. Yep. Um, if the infantry leave the location, yep. Changing the covered arc, as was mentioned earlier. Yep, right. Um, gun breaks. You said that, right? Malfunctions. Yep. Oh, firing smoke, because we said it didn't apply. Right. Um, so if you I mean if you switch ammo on the gun that did the acquiring from camp to, from canister, to canister, yes, that loses, okay. it. loses it. Yep. Okay. And the crew is killed, as you said. Not right. they break; they no longer possess it. They fire inherent firepower. Oh. Oh, if they fire inherent firepower, yeah, that makes sense. Or they use interdiction. Okay. Or they unlimber, and then you mentioned line of sight. So good. That was some all of them, I think. So rule 6.51, can a half inch acquired count? Remember, there's the small ones and the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's up like, call them half inch and five eighths inch count. Yeah, five eighths. <laughs> I call them small ones and big ones. Yeah, the, I like that better. Can the small one acquired counter gain be gained against a stack? What what happens when a there's three squads? You got a neg two on them with the small acquired direct fire acquire. Yeah. And they all move to a different hex. You can you can trace one of them. You are correct. Yeah, you yeah. can track one of them. Yeah, you can't follow you can't all, fire three. all three. You don't have and you may follow. You just get to pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And technically you don't have to specify that until you fire at it. Okay. Um, I guess they're saying you can see where they each go. If one goes in a stone building, you maybe you don't want to shoot at that one. You can pick it when you fire. If an acquired target leaves its present location and goes out of the fire's line of sight, then does the half-inch acquired counter remain in the last location the target occupied? If the what leaves? He, you're, you're following him through a building? Yes. And then he goes out the back of the building. You can't see him anymore. Does the the acquire goes stay away. in the house? Oh, does it stay in it's the house? It's direct fire. Um, wow, there's a good one. Um, hmm. I'm gonna have to flip a coin. No. Yes, no, wrong. It, it, it has is, yes, you can. Yeah, it stays in the house. It stays yeah. in the house. Okay. Yeah, so okay. we we'll leave them there to scare people from coming back in. Yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> Don't come in there. If the firer does not lose the counter as per 6.5. Oh, yeah. So if you leave it in the house, does it apply when another known unit comes in there? Yes. Yes. Because that's how it can scare yeah. you away. Right. A half-inch acquired counter applies only to known units or a bridge in that target location, even if only one such unit was previously acquired. That's just the rule. Okay. Then there's this bracketing. So acquisition, you gain it, you get the direct fire one. If you switch to area fire, you can just switch out the big, the counter to a big oh, one. Oh, to, to a big one. Okay. Yeah, not to canister, but yeah. yeah, to area fire. You may, except may, can a mortar transfer its area fire to another target type? A mortar? The re the fact that you're asking me makes me think no. <laughs> no, it's correct. Okay. It's, mortars always are area fire. Yes, right. Okay, remember, sure. They just launch sure, sure. That's right. Uh, multiple rate of fire. Acquisition die rolls modifiers are gained if you get a rate. So I have a rate. I yes. Put a neg one, get a rate, neg two. Yeah. IFE equivalency. So when you're firing the AA gun, instead of firing it as a 20 millimeter cannon, you opt to use that little four firepower in parentheses. Right. Uh, can you then place an acquired counter with that? IFE. Yes. No. 
Okay, that's what yeah. I thought. No, but I thought I'd because <laughs> it's now it's no longer <laughs> I using. I'd risk it. It's no longer using the tape. Yeah. Okay. Technically. Yes. Okay. Right. Sure. So then, okay. can it use a previously placed ACK? So you already placed ACK with direct fire. Then you switch to IFE. No, then you lose it. No, you lose it. So, would you like to read to us about the gyros? stabilizers the euros i love a good, I love a good euro <laughs> only a stabilized gun may claim or retain its acquisition die roll modifier for motion motion or bounding first fire to hit attempts and only if it retains its line of sight to that target during its move yeah so i cannot read and comprehend that at the same no, time no you can't because it's a rule book quote it's a quote right out of, it's a quote right out of the rule i didn't book. Yeah. some of them you know it's like changing my own yes. words but this, yeah no but remember that your gyro stable like all the other tanks are bouncing around yes right they can't get a knack so a gyro stabilized tank can may yeah claim if having area acquisition on its target, it must transfer to a half inch acquired counter before it can use that die roll modifier for motion bounding first fire. All righty, smoke. May a target be acquired by firing smoke? No. Correct. However, an existing acquisition die roll can be used normally to attempt to play smoke in the hex. Oh, yeah, and I don't know that at all. So I already fired direct fire at it, got a neg two. That applies when I switch to smoke. I, I don't think I've been doing that. But then the act goes away? Yeah, after so it the apply, smoke. So it applies during that initial the smoke yeah but then it goes away okay yeah an existing act can be used to attempt to play smoke in the hex but once you do smoke then there's no act. concealed well i don't know if it goes well i'm not going to think about that <laughs> uh, the concealed can only be acquired by area fire so if you're using yes. infantry firepower right. and that one too it took me a while to remember that no, we don't mark it with a nag. He's concealed. You, right. you got to use area and then half the explosion later. That gets us to KSO. Hazardous movement. Pushing that gun down the road, whatever. Yep. Clearing the roadblock. Neg two. And yes. Okay. Case P, target size. So do you remember how to tell the target size on a tank? Um. Yeah, it's the white yes. dot. And there could be two of them, which would make it a plus two for extra small. Right. Or one white, which is normal small. Normal small. Yeah. <laughs> and then red, one red. For large. Uh-huh. And then two red. Really large. For extra. Extra, extra large. L. Extra, yeah. XXL. Yep, as being the neg two. So you get negs for firing at those bigger vehicles. Yes. Yes, target size. That covers all that. Terrain effect modifier, obviously, yes. Yes. Right. And then hindrances, yes. Oh, yes. Yep, shooting yep. through the hindrance. And there is a nice spooky table, spooky table 25. If anyone wants Thank to reference for that. Those. Yes. And that finishes the to hit modifiers next up gun yeah. duels yes and i'm remembering something we talked about one time about acquisition if you get to the uh let's say you've got you're firing and you have an acquired target and then it gets to the route phase and your opponent route routes a unit and you are the closest one to it it will pull your acquisition. It will pull your gun to the routing unit and you lose the acquisition. Yes, that, yes, that is correct. I, I said that very badly, <laughs> but I hope everybody understands that. So you can use that as a tactic to pull acquisition off something. Yeah, it should have been in there. In there. If, you, if you route <clears throat> a unit. And they the, call interdiction with the machine call. gun from the tank or with the tank main gun. Right. Either way. Yeah, it, it does. Yes. So remember that if someone interdicts you, yeah, right. it does affect interdiction. Indeed. Good point. I'm, I don't know why that wasn't in there when I covered that. But Oh, well, that'll be a show, I suppose. Okay. Well, that was very good. There's uh, 
Oh yeah, we got some other stuff. Gun duels coming up. Coming up. Coming next up? time. Okay. Along with lots of other good stuff. Indeed. And it'll be our Christmas show. It will so be. We should. We got to eat cookies and yeah, and dance and we'll sing. Play some music. frivolity. De- we should decorate. Yeah, we'll decorate a little bit. I'll put on my ugly sweater. Yes. And so should. we hope everybody has a very restful two weeks until the next exciting episode. Indeed. I mean, if you can try to try to relax a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks for uh, listening. Remember to roll low and rally well, but, but not, not when, when you're, you're playing, playing us. us. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.